Chai. Hi, folks. Welcome to Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 2, one minute at a time. I'm Condra. And my name is Tyler. And today we're here to talk about Minute 29 of High School Musical 2. Minute 29 starts out with Troy saying to a cook, what's up? And <laughs> ends with Kelsey singing, you are the music in me. Whoa, singing in High School Musical? Unheard of, I know. More likely than you'd think. <laughs> yes. So basically, in the last minute, they heard Kelsey singing from the other room. So now they've walked into this other room and they see Kelsey sitting at a piano singing. And they have a conversation and then they start singing. And th- and that's the minute. All right. We'll see you next time. <laughs> have a good one, folks. <laughs> so, yeah. So they walk into this room. It's connected to the kitchen. So it must be some sort of lounge dining area. I was- wondering if it was like a rehearsal area because there's like trophies and it's like a big it's a pretty big room there's a piano in there it's all empty otherwise there's no tables or anything but there's also like a bar behind kelsey yeah and this bar is interesting because obviously there aren't like bottles of tequila and vodka and whiskey in the background like they had to clear the shelves of all of those bottles of liquor but they filled up all the shelves with like shakers and cups and stuff. So yeah, it still is a bar. I was wondering if it's like a prep room next to the dining room where if they're creating large amounts of food for some big event, they can they can put things in there and have things waiting and ready to go to get taken into the next room. I mean, maybe if if it's not in use, but it seems like it has like wood floors. It seems like it has, and there's this crazy wall art in the background when Troy and Gabriella walk in. Yeah. Maybe it's just like an unused event space. Like when yeah, they have it's, weddings, it's handy, but. That's what I was going to say. It's a, it's a smaller event space room. It's not used on the day-to-day basis, but it is useful when it need when it needs to be. They just store a piano in there. Yeah. Although I don't think it'd be far off calling it a rehearsal room because even though there's no like mirrors or anything, but considering it's Sharpay and Ryan that live there throughout the summer, like they could have it as a rehearsal space and it's not so in the forefront. It serves multiple purposes. I think we can agree. Yeah. Yeah. So Gabriella walks in and says, what's up, Kels? They're casual with her. They have a nickname for her. (laughs) You know, just take the name, then take off E at the end, and that makes it a nickname. Like, you take off Joey, and it becomes Joe. Or you t- take off Abby, it becomes Ab. But not Abba. Lily becomes Lil. I feel like there are some names that's definitely more common with <laughs> than others. We'll say that. Phoebe becomes Phoebes. Yep. That one's a real one. Chloe becomes Clo. That one actually does work. That one does work too. Yep. Mikey. No, that's some names are just an, they, they've already had an E added on to them. Yep. You did Can that you, for Joey as well. Yeah. But that one is because it was funny. <laughs> Brandy. You don't just call Brandy brand. <laughs> Courtney. You take off more than just the E though. Court. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Stephanie. <laughs> Again, you take off more than just the E. (laughs) So Kelsey delivers some exposition, hopefully getting (laughs) us on track to what's going to happen in this movie because we're 29 minutes in and we still don't have conflict. (laughs) So, yeah. So Gabriella goes, oh, what's she doing? And Kelsey says, well, I should be getting off to the ladies lounge, which makes 
me ask the question. Does Kelsey have to like change to into like fancy clothes to perform in the ladies lounge? Because she's wearing this like rainbow tank top and like weird hat. It's not exactly formal. I imagine she has some sort of uniform, but also she does not seem to be under the, a thumb as much as some of the other employees are. <laughs> I don't know. Fulton was pretty insistent that she do mood music and not new music, which she reemphasizes when she says she won't exactly be rocking out. But I imagine the ladies' luncheon has a different music requirement even than a normal luncheon. What are you playing at the ladies' luncheon? Just some covers of Burt Bacharach songs or or what? I was thinking like Bubbly and like... Like Bubbly by Colby Calais or you mispronouncing Michael Buble? Like Bubbly... Colby Calais. Okay. <laughs> Not Bubble. Oh, okay. Not Mr. Bubble. Although Mr. Bubble might be on the table too. Michael But Bublé, he also yes. does covers anyways. Yeah, but it, that's that's what lounge music is. Yeah. So as you were saying, Kelsey starts expositing. Yeah. And she explains to Troy and Gabriella that every year at the talent show, the employees get to do a number. And she's very excited because she's got ideas for everyone. <laughs> she's so excited that she kind of stumbles over her words, which is something that's happened with Kelsey before. It's not like a problem with the movie. It's it's actually kind of cute, but it's weird that like, again, that they, they just don't do another take where she gets it right. Well, I wonder if it gives some realism or consistency to the character. Like she's inherently awkward. So let's put that on screen. And also, I think, I mean, I listen back to our recordings and edit them down a bit as do you, and we stumble over our words all the time. And it's really natural, and it's actually kind of nice, even if it's not, like, something you expect in a movie, it's kind of nice to have it, because it is real. Yeah. I mean, the point of po- this podcast is that it's not not improvised in, like, the total sense, but it's unscripted, and so we are saying things that just come to mind. We are not saying lines that have been pre-scripted, which we have multiple takes to record. But I see your point. And she says that Gabriella and Troy would lead the song she's got planned and Chad and Zeke would sing backup and everyone so would weird. dance. So why is, why is Chad and Zeke her first thought for backup singers, presumably? Because then she says everyone else can dance. So like, okay, so are Chad and Zeke not dancing? They are singing? How do you know that they can sing? Because presumably all the songs they've, have participated in our non-didactic songs so we actually don't know they can sing um yeah i think diegetic is the word yeah but yep diegetic not didactic i i didn't i i I don't mean to be like a correcty guy but (laughs) didactic songs would also be fun (laughs) (laughs) i guess that's what stick to the status quo kind of is yeah yeah but speaking of stick to the status quo like we heard Zeke singing in that one so like we know he's a good singer but does Kelsey know and we have also seen High School Musical live in concert and know Corbin Blue (laughs) is a good singer or at least a good lip syncer yeah so yeah a weird weird choice but I think that's just whatever like why couldn't she have said Martha or Taylor like why like why those two guys (laughs) I agree. I was also slightly confused by her choice there. 
I think Martha would have been obvious, but also Martha is more known for her dancing. So it also makes sense, not Martha. What about that opera girl from the last movie? Mm. In the auditions. Well, she is not here right now. We haven't seen her yet. Is she a friend of Troy's that he would have gotten her a gig? Was she in the spring musicale? Is that's what I want to know. We don't know. All we know is that Troy's singing career began and ended with the East High Winter Musical. Not even the musicale, just musical. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird how Troy just jumps out with this hard line. Is like, that's it. I sang before and now no more singing. I'm done singing forever. Goodbye. He starts like walking away. And he's so rude about it. <laughs> like Kelsey's so excited and Gabriella has to do damage control because Troy is just rude. <laughs> Kelsey is really excited. She's like, I have all these plans and you guys can sing and these guys can dance. It's going to be great. <laughs> like she's just the cadence of her voice is really fun. She is always prepared. And Troy does that dude thing of like, no, I don't want to sing. And Gabriella has the emotional awareness to tell that Kelsey's feelings were hurt. Yeah. Troy even takes it down. I'm just here to get a check and sneak into the pool after work. Like, dude, you got in trouble literally yesterday. What are you doing? <laughs> I think that sneak was a little bit colloquial. I, I Like, he probably is able to actually go into the pool. Yeah, but maybe, we don't during, know. Yeah, but like, they don't, they get like, maybe they get 15 minutes a day or something. Do your laps for 15 minutes and then get out. <laughs> we want our... Waiters to be toned. That I would actually like giving them gym access or something would probably in that superficial way that businesses care about the body types of their people that work <laughs> there um, would behoove them to actually go, give them they participation. Go, you know, exercise is really good for your mental health. So if you're stressed about work, try getting exercise. They don't care about their mental health. What are you talking <laughs> about, Tyler? Fulton is actively adding on to their mental health issues. I was doing some satire of more of more modern oh. um, management styles. Yeah, I don't I don't think Fulton would say the phrase mental health. <laughs> no, in maybe today's Disney, he would, but not in 2007 Disney. Yeah. So Gabriella goes, ooh, what's this song that that's on the piano? And Kelsey's like, oh, it's it's nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> and she's like, I just wanted to be prepared for you guys. In case you did want to sit, like she she takes it but down a notch and like cuts her excitement because of Troy. She's she's really trying to hide the fact that she already wrote them a song for the talent show. Yeah, like she's really trying to play it cool. It's not working. <laughs> no, no, she's just precious and so excited to have friends. Kelsey's that adorable type of friend who like plans everything around like her friends and it's clear that Gabriella and Troy like like Kelsey's not their main friend but Gabriella and Troy are Kelsey's main friends yeah except maybe like, Ryan it's unclear where their relationship is but like Kelsey's just like so excited to do anything with her friends she's like over preparing and they're like oh yeah that's cool Kelsey thanks <laughs> like they don't see how much how much mental effort she's putting into this thing. yeah yeah they're diminishing her her joy and her person quite a bit. But when it comes down to it, and this is the question I have. So the song is called You Are the Music in Me. And it's like this romantic-ish song about stories and connecting with another person. 
we'll talk more about the contents of the song next minute. But I just wanted to ask, does Kelsey have a crush on either Gabriella or Troy? Like, why did she write, like, she wrote this song for them? Or maybe she's just so inspired by their relationship. They, they've they come together despite. That's her- weird, though. It is. <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness. I love you two's love so much. I'm going to write a love song for you two. I mean, that is fan <laughs> culture in a nutshell, Tyler. <laughs> yes, but it's not fictional characters. It's her real friends. I guess. I don't know. It's, it's I mean, how do real songwriters write? music like you either write a song about like a relationship you are or want to be in or write a song about like a fictional relationship that you picture yourself in but i feel like it's weird to write a song about a relationship just about two other people that you know it could be that they are otp golds like that's (laughs) the kind of relationship she wants to be in and she's so inspired like just because they happen to be the one like I don't know. I don't think it. it is a little weird. I'm not denying that, but I like, also it think it makes sense in the context of Twinkle Town that she wrote like these love songs that are like from the perspectives of the characters. But she could have just said that like, oh, it's a song I've been working on for like a, a musical. But when I write it, I think about you guys playing the parts and then it'd be like, oh, OK. Or maybe when she says she wrote it for you, maybe she wrote it in the vocal abilities of them. Like, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it's she, not specifically. You're right. OK, I th- I do think it's kind of weird. And like Kelsey has a, a weird relationship with these two. Yeah, I'm not saying they that she is some weird third. Like she's not the th- weird third wheel. <laughs> she is. But also, I want to take down her creepy... Like, she's not being creepy about it. Oh, yeah. It's it's not creepy. I just think... I just think it's kind of cute. And, like, that's the sort of thing you do when you're a teenager. You're like, oh, looking back, I very clearly just had a crush on this person, but I didn't know how to express it. Or something like that. Like... I also think that if they are her first real friends in a while, like, she's just so dang supportive of them and anything they do <laughs> that, like... Yeah, yeah, and it's it's weird that, like, Troy has, like, is this a new thing that Troy has decided to swear off music? Like, I mean, we saw that in the last movie that he was resistant to. And, well, it's just, it's just part of the weakness of, like, we never saw the results of the Winter Musical. Like, we don't know how well it went. Did he have fun in the end? Why didn't he audition for the Spring Musical? Is it, did he do a spring sport? Actually, we find that out later. Yes, he does. Okay, so... And that's 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 just like part of the whole thing. It's like fine if he's disinterested in it, but we like it's just kind of a surprise at this point. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know that yet, but I will spoil that for you. And yes, we do uncover that their springs get busy with things. Their springs get busy with things. Anyway, (laughs) I'm going to just introduce the song here because I feel like we'll have a lot to talk about in the next minute. Okay. So, uh, like we said, this song is called You Are the Music in Me. It is written and produced by Jamie Houston and is credited with per- being performed by Vanessa Hudgens, Alyssa Rowland, and High School Musical 2 cast. So, this song becomes a reoccurring song in the movie. 
obviously oh, as yeah, they that's... as they're planning it for the talent show. Yeah, we'll get a reprise later on. Yeah. So that that's it. Just in a nutshell, uh Jamie Houston does another song in the movie that we have not heard yet. And I don't think I can't recall I didn't look it up to see if he did anything in high school musical one. I don't remember the name, but yeah. But yeah, no, I mean from the little we hear we'll get to it really in the next the next minute but i do think this song oh i'm sorry jamie houston is breaking free and when there was me and you <laughs> i'm sorry i don't know what i'm talking about so i think it's interesting that breaking free if we want to do that 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 parallel breaking free and you are the music and me they both have similar, we'll, we'll uncover in the next minute, they have similar structures. And similar, like, themes in the lyrical content as well. Yeah. As does When There Was Me and You, if we think about yeah. that too. Like, yeah. let's, we're going to have fun with that in the next minute now that I've uncovered that. Stay tuned for us actually talking about the content of the song in the next minute. But until then, Condor, where can people find us on the internet? People can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds. Or me personally, at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y. You can send us an email to amateurnerdspresent at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know what your favorite John Houston song is. Not John, Jamie. Jamie Houston song is. Special thanks to our artist Theo Golden at T Golden Art on Instagram. And our music, which was composed by Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com. I've been Condra. And I've been Tyler, and we'll see you next time for more of Jamie Houston's delightful song, You Can Bet On It. <laughs>